Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dalton Miller coming up in a moment. The NFL just sent this out while we are in the break there. Uh, the neutral site. Is this going to anger the, ba- the Bengals, by the way, if I read this? Motivation. The neutral site AFC title game. Potential. Neut- it does say potential in the release. That's my bad. The potential neutral site AFC championship game in Atlanta is seeing extraordinary demand. The league says more than 50,000 tickets were purchased by the club's season ticket members in the first 24 hours of the announcement. The ticketing plan enables Bills fans to be seated on their side of the field, Chiefs fans on the other side of the field. The the, uh, Bills and Chiefs will continue to work with their season ticket members to provide priority access subject to availability. The league will announce any updated pre-sale or general on-sale opportunities if tickets are available at a later date. And Joe said he's finding stories they're crying foul in Kansas City. Yeah, the Chiefs even sent out a statement yesterday that an unauthorized presale code was given out to season ticket holders, and that has now been resolved by Ticketmaster and the Chiefs. So if you had looked on the map like two days ago when they first came out, like that night you would have seen, oh, there's no b- tickets left on the Bills side and nobody's buying tickets on the Chiefs side. That still is the case that you can look now and see there's way more available on the KC side, but they maybe went like a day and a half without hmm. being able to buy the tickets that the Bills were. They also had the luxury of waiting till tomorrow and deciding tomorrow, hey, if we win, yeah. let's go ahead and buy that ticket. It's either going to be neutral site or it's going to be home. Right. Whereas, Whereas the Bills, Bills have to wait until Sunday. Bengals, right. Let's go to our West Tour hotline. We mentioned this going to the break. The whole, hey, you know, Baltimore did good defensively against the Bengals. Could the Bills replicate that? I saw that piece from uh, Dalton Miller, who we've had on the show, by the way, lead analyst for Pro Football Network, also big F1 guy. Uh, so Dalton's with us right now on the West Tour hotline. Dalton, the Tower in Jeremy, good morning. Happy Football Friday to you, sir. Thanks for coming on with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited. Yeah, we're, we're a little fired up, too, <laughs> just as you might imagine. Um, I can imagine, yes. So I looked at Baltimore's numbers. They played the Bengals three times this season. And if you look at their numbers in those three games, uh, Cincinnati averaged 22 points. Joe Burrow averaged 213 passing yards a game. His high was 217. Three passing touchdowns and one pick. Not very impressive numbers. Why? So let's start with why was Baltimore so successful against the Bengals, Joe Burrow, and their high-powered offense? Yeah, so the easiest way to say it is they just kept everything in front of them. Um, it's a stylistic thing uh, that a lot of teams are starting to get to. It's, it's kind of what Brandon Staley popularized when he was in L.A. 
um, when it ended up getting him a head coach job. But it's something that college teams have been doing to defend the spread for a long time now. Um, it's running more quarters coverage. It's running more cover two stuff. But it's not just that. It's running, you know, cover three from uh, middle of the field open pre-snap. So it looks like cover two before the snap. And then they spin it to, to cover three or cover one afterwards. But it's keeping everything in front of them and playing with over the top and, and soft coverage um, so they can keep everything in front and go just forward and tackle it. It makes offenses nickel and dime you down the field instead of allowing big plays downfield. All right. Seems to make sense, right? Because that was a trend. We saw the Bill, teams do that to the Bills more as Josh Allen became better. We've seen teams do it to Patrick Mahomes. So I read that and I thought, all right, that's fine because this is what the Bills can do. I was honestly surprised as your piece went on to read what you wrote about the Bills' aggressiveness in coverage. And maybe this is a little bit of Micah Hyde not being back there with Jordan Poyer. So let's talk 100%. about let's talk about whether the Bills could do would do what Baltimore did. Yes, um, and that the, the injury to Mike Hyde was huge um, when it comes to this specifically. And we, we've seen against better teams, um, we've seen the Bills' defense leak a little bit um, when they're unable to get pressure consistently. Now, I, I kind of think that they're going to be able to get pressure pretty consistently against uh, Cincinnati, and that's the reason why I picked Buffalo to win this game. Um, but I, I think they like to be aggressive, especially in the secondary. We saw it a little bit against Miami as well, uh, running a lot of cover three, but running it very tight, very, very over the middle, because that's where Miami really likes to attack. But then it opened them up to get beat on the outside for outbreaking routes, and those wide receivers are able to break anybody off. Um, so it, it did hurt um, that Mike Hyde is not around. It allows them or doesn't allow them uh, to mix coverages up as much. They were starting to do it a little bit. And then obviously Tamar Hamlin's unfortunate uh, injury happened as well. So they're going to stay a lot more static uh, than we're used to seeing them, I think. And that could hurt them as well um, against Joe Burrow. You really want to be able to change the picture for him. Um, and I think that they'll spin stuff from, from middle of the field open pre-snap. But what Baltimore did really well was show cover three and then drop into quarters or Tampa two um, from that cover three pre-snap. So I think that it'll be a little bit more difficult. Um, but the biggest thing is just seeing how their corners play. Uh, they really want to be kind of a, a gnat in the arse of the wide receiver. Uh, they play with really, really tight leverage. And they do this for zone coverage as well. Uh, they match really tightly um, instead of you know running just country or, or spot drop zone. Uh, they really try to get up close um, and personal and, and cover the man within their zone. Um, and that can lead them to get beat over the top at times. And with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Burrow, who is no stranger to throwing the ball down the field, particularly along the sidelines, uh, they're going to have to figure out how to defend that. I read that too, and I was thinking, is it possible? And I, I don't know if you went back and looked at the eight or nine minutes of the, the first game between the Bills and Cincinnati, because as you say that, and the approach the Bills take, right? They have this is arguably going to be the best top three wide receivers they will face all season. Is it possible they would adjust accordingly because of the depth of the passing targets? Yeah, and I, I kind of hope that they do. Um, unfortunately, NFL Game Pass does not have that game up uh, okay. to watch the all twenty-two of. Yeah, um, for obvious reasons, I guess. Um, but no, I mean watching that game live, it. it Things didn't weren't going incredibly well for for Buffalo in that first quarter, um, but I don't think you can really take much off of that, and I don't know how much they'll really take from those you know ten minutes of of gameplay. Anyways, I think that 
what they're going to do is kind of look at, at what Baltimore has done. Um, I think that they're going to try to play a little bit softer. But it, it, like I said, it, when it goes against your, your philosophy of what you've been doing for most of the season at this point without Micah Hyde, it's really tough to just say, hey, we're going to do something different this week, especially in the playoffs against a, a wide receiving core that is this good. Um, I think we'll see a little bit more cover three. I think they'll try to play a little bit softer. Um, for me, that's less of an issue than not being able to kind of uh, look at their pre and post snap adjustments and trying to change the picture for Joe Burrow, because all that does is make him think for a split second longer about what that coverage is post snap, because it's different from what he was seeing before the snap of the ball. And then that half second or, or split second allows that defensive line, which I think will dominate. Um, it allows them to get to Joe Burrow a little bit quicker. Yeah, I wanted to ask, before we flip it over to Josh Allen, get your thoughts about Allen against the Bengals defense. I wanted to ask you about, um, again, maybe going back to what you saw from Baltimore, how often did they blitz Joe Burrow? Because it seems like, you know, that is he one of those guys where you just should not try that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't, don't blitz him. Don't blitz him often. And what Baltimore did really well um, is on third down, they would show blitz and then they would back off and they would play coverage. Um, the one time they did not do that, it was right after a turnover. Baltimore's offense turned the ball over. Uh, Mike McDonald did what a lot of defensive coordinators do in that instance, and he blitzed out of emotion. And when he blitzed, they threw the sideline pass to Jamar Chase for the uh, 50-50 ball touchdown. So I think you show blitz, you draw back, and you play coverage, and you just keep everything in front of you on third and long. Um, obviously the Buffalo Bills have the defensive line to, to do that. They, they can afford to not blitz. Um, and that's kind of what I think they'll do this week. All right, let's flip it around. We spent all this time talking about the Bengals offense and the Bills defense, Josh Allen and the Bills offense against Cincy's defense. What should we know about, about the Bengals defense? What are your thoughts on that matchup? They're, they're, they're really good. That, that defense is a lot of fun to watch. Lou Anarumo is, is a fantastic defensive coordinator. Um, but when you have Josh Allen, I, I kind of think that anything is possible on any given week. Uh, obviously, we saw what he was able to do last year in the divisional round of the playoffs. He played one of the best games I've ever seen from a quarterback and probably the best game I've ever seen from a quarterback in a loss. Um, and I think when the moment is like this uh, against a team that is this good in the Cincinnati Bengals, I, I think this is where you see the best of Josh Allen. And I think we're looking at his performance and the offense's performance last week a little bit differently if. Uh, Khalil, uh, Khalil Shakir catches that ball downfield. Um, there were a couple opportunities downfield uh, for guys that they just kind of you know, missed out on, and I don't think that you're going to see that um, in another week. I think that the offense isn't as good as what it was with Brian Dayball. We shouldn't expect it to be, but when you have a quarterback who I think is one of the top two or three most talented guys in the league and, and is a physical freak, anything is possible. Now, we're a little biased here, Dalton, so we would say this is the best matchup of the weekend. But I wanted to ask you about it. You know, you have no bias. You think back to the month, you know, the buildup to the Monday Night Football game was tremendous. The hype, Allen, Bur all the same storylines are here. Allen versus Burrow, the two great offenses. That was for potentially a one seed. We were talking about could be the largest Monday Night Football ratings in like 20 years. Now there's a birth in the AFC Championship game on the line. So. Best matchup of the weekend. How you wrote? I think you thought it was going to be one of the what biggest playoff games or significant playoff games in a long, long time. 
Yes. Um, it's easily the biggest game of the year. Um, and we, we looked at, at Bill's Chiefs, and, and they, it was the best playoff game, or the best football game I've ever seen in my life was that playoff game last year. The significance of this game is bigger because of everything surrounding it. The game that they just played a couple or tried to play a couple of weeks ago um, being canceled, DeMar Hamlin's injury, obviously. I don't think there's going to be any more buzz around a football game in a long time than this one coming up. Um, and obviously, it's, it's not the, the night game. Uh, Dallas and San Francisco got that um, because the NFL loves Dallas and San Francisco and that rivalry. Um, but I do think that this game is the most significant one that we've seen in quite a long time. And I think, obviously, these two games on Sunday are going to get the, the biggest ratings we've seen in the NFL in a very long time. All right, last thing for you. We, we, you know, we kind of, I, don't, I ignore the NFC unless the Bills are in the Super Bowl. So we'll just ask you about Jacksonville and Kansas City. Uh, if, Jackson, if the Bills win, of course, you will find Bills fans hoping Jacksonville wins so the Bills get a home game in the AFC Championship game. Jacksonville's chances against the Chiefs. Uh, they're going to need to get a couple of Patrick Mahomes turnovers. And in prior years, I would say that there's a chance of that because he's not just the best quarterback and best player in the NFL, but he's also the luckiest player in the NFL. He's kind of turned away from those days of, you know, getting lucky and not throwing interceptions that should be interceptions. And uh, he's kind of taking care of the ball. So Jacksonville is going to need to get a couple of Patrick Mahomes turnovers or, or fumbles somehow um, turn the ball over because they're just not going to be able to consistently stop that Kansas City offense. Dalton, thanks. Appreciate you joining us. Pro Football Network, he is the lead analyst. Enjoy all of the games this weekend. Will do. You guys as well. Good luck. Thank you. We'll, we'll take it. That is uh, Dalton Mellowis here on the Western Hotline as uh, we get you ready for Sunday's game. Which, by the way, don't forget, two things to remember. I know we still have time in the second, but I always forget these things. Uh, Sean McDermott, scheduled to join Joe and Sal shortly after 10 o'clock. Wouldn't expect anybody ruled out for this game because the injury report looks good. I mean, it's, we had a couple guys limited yesterday, but Tane Jackson was upgraded to full. Anyway, Sean's on at 10. Our coverage Sunday will start at, uh, what was it, 8, did you say? Mm-hmm. Breakfast eight with o'clock. the Bills with Derek, right? Yes. And then uh, game day, countdown to kickoff, kickoff at 3, pulse game, and overtime show. I think the only guy I'm actually wondering whether he'll play or not for the Bills is, is Crowder. Right? Is he the only one that hasn't been yeah, ruled out? Yeah, was ruled they, out, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for everybody. Where does the money for these ticket sales go? The AFC Championship game in Atlanta. Who gets that money? I would think... Bills fans, ticket the, sales go to the Bills s- and the Chiefs go to the Chiefs? The two teams? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking it's a split of the stadium, Ticketmaster, and the league. Okay, Ticketmaster uh, t- ticket out of it. Ticketmaster okay. would be... They would also deal with your own tickets. Sure, okay, right, ticket, right. So who gets the money? The league? Is this considered, you mean, like a Super Bowl? The league just takes all the money and then this, divvies up whatever they need to divvy up? This is what I'm getting at. So the report is today more than 50,000 tickets were sold, were purchased by season ticket holders over 24 hours for that game. Yeah. And I've seen some immediate reaction. Mike Catalan in Rochester, Brent Axe in Syracuse, that this is a sign they will move this game, oh, neutral game? and make it neutral site. And but, my question would be... Well, that's the important question then. How in the world is this a sign they would move it? Fifty thousand tickets sold. If the news, I mean, like if the game is here, guess how many tickets got sold? Seventy-three thousand yeah. tickets. Yeah. If it's in Kansas City, that's seventy-six thousand tickets. The game is supposed to have a lot of people at it. You're not. They didn't create a game. They didn't create an event. They didn't add a round of the playoffs. They moved a game one time, and people bought tickets. 
Are the Bills and Chiefs, if they play in this game, splitting it the same way they would if it was an arrowhead? That's uh, the, that's why I thought where you were going with your question. If they ever move the conference championship games to a neutral side, I would tell you, I'm going to guess it's because the league gets the revenue. Right. So because you, if you, it's in Kansas City, the Chiefs are getting the revenue and the Bills get, what, some share of the visitors' gate. So right? you're going to take revenue away from the one seeds and uh, the two seeds. Which is, you would I'm think not would say, not go I'm not well, saying but, they won't. Right. Here, 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 basically what you have in that scenario, if the owners make the money hosting their own playoff games, which they do, right? Right. This is your own fantasy. This is your own fantasy football league voting yeah. to split up the pot in the in the Super Bowl pool. Well, like, you know, they're hurting for money in the NFL. I know nobody's hurting for money. That's my point. No, that's what, why you don't have to do this. But my point is, what is the major driver? Am I to believe hmm. that the owners of this league want one thirty second? Of the AFC Championship game revenue generated by a neutral site, instead of just well, allowing, the, or instead it, of just allowing the teams that host it to have mm-hmm. it like they normally do, right? Like, are the twenty-five owners that are their seasons are over right now though? Are like, are the is the Lions liking this that they get a split? Right? Do they need of, a, of the championship games that they'll never host? Let's even say they did. Do the Lions really need a check for what? Right. A million dollars. Well, but it's part of the point of this is what yeah. the financial aspect of it. Is it really making a how, huge difference in the bottom line right. for the other how NFL How big could it possibly be to say next year's AFC and NFC championship games are going to be in New Orleans and Jacksonville? Oh, okay. Nobody's buying tickets until when? Okay, two. Like the Super Bowl, the thing about the Super Bowl, sponsors, tickets, those get sold months mm-hmm. in advance, yeah. year in advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can register to win tickets to the Super Bowl next year's Super Bowl today. And... The AFC and NFC Championship game, you don't know which fan bases are going to want to go. You don't have a ton of major corporate sponsors that want to go, do you? The, you, not, don't, I don't you don't have two a, weeks like the Super Bowl You, you don't have to a conference championship game. No. You, no. Do, do you have the entire NFL world descending on those two cities for all the everyone to be seen everywhere? No. no. Do I've got, do I, have I got Campbell's Chunky Soup rolling out seven athletes at the AFC championship mm-hmm. game? The way that no, there's no, the, I assume there's no massive radio row like there is at the Super Bowl the week leading up to the game. Where Do we have an answer about where the money goes? I don't have that answer because yet. Because I would think, I would have assumed... Even though it's a neutral site game, the Bills ticket sales go to the Bills. Go to the Bills. You're a Bills season ticket holder. You buy a ticket. Why wouldn't the Bills get the money? Because they're not. They didn't open up for general sales. Everybody, right. it's for season ticket holders. Well, then the team should get that money, and the Chiefs should get the money from their season ticket holders. You can't put that into a pot. But when they go to a vote. That's one vote for the Chiefs and one vote for the Bills. Now, okay, the Chargers are going to say, yeah, well, we want a piece of it, too. So, and the okay. Lions want a piece of it. And so, the Vikings want a piece of it. Do you really want it, though? Hey, Lions. No, I don't want Guess that, what, Lions? You will never host, host the it. NFC well, Championship. See, that's but the flip that's, side of this. That's why but, they would vote for it. Right. What are the odds? That's what I was going to ask you. The second part of this to me no, is... No, 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 no. You have it backwards. What I'm saying is the Lions, teams like New England, you will never host this game again. Not because you're not oh, good. See, I no, because you were saying ne- like, we'll, the Lions we will, will never host it in general. No, because they might be no, good. They, will, they, they might have... be good enough to host it. I'm telling you, they just wouldn't go to Detroit. If you're, changing ma- the rules. if you're making this yeah. into an event, you want to make it someplace that people want to go in January. Yeah. And New England. Why is New England voting? You will never host this game again. No, it's going to go to the warm weather cities. You're telling me that Buffalo is going to vote for this? Yes. For what? No. Eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars. That's what I, I wonder what the actual number You're is. You're splitting on it. this game 32 ways. It's not enough money. Okay. When, when this came up, I remember this, this was discussed in the early 90s because the Bills were hosting the AFC Championship almost on a regular basis, right? And I, and I, I feel like the Chiefs are one of the teams that mentioned, hey, maybe we should do this at a neutral they did. site. They did. What about owners? 
this is going to sound crazy because is it possible owners would look at it and say, look, if my team does get to the conference championship and I don't have home field, that sucks. Let's play this on a neutral field and we'll vote for it. The owners are saying, like, like uh, you know, there's no guarantee if we get there, we host. And that's a big advantage, being a home team in the conference championship game. Let's just put this at a neutral site. It is also some way that you sell season tickets to your own team. An appeal is being home for the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I'm, right, I'm not right telling you it games. will never happen. I do not believe the scare tactics of people trying to tell you it's a definite thing What's the advantage? I don't think it. I mean, the, the money is negligible. In fact, most the teams that host are gonna. I, I know you're you're asking thirty two. If you voted, thirty teams aren't in that game, and two are. Or I'm sorry, twenty eight aren't in, and four are. Yeah. I, I just think it doesn't make any sense. I think it's a terrible idea. Wow, this is so on a million levels. Yeah, I don't. It's Ben Volan just tweeted out. He covers the Patriots for the Boston Globe. I, I like his work. He's he's a good writer. The NFL may have stumbled onto something really cool with this neutral side AFC championship game. Chiefs fans on one half of the stadium, Bills fans on the other, the whole place rocking. Guess what? Whole place would rock if it was an Arrowhead or a yes, Highmark Stadium. Too. Well, I, I guess if what the NFL... They're looking for a bowl game. Here, here, like a college football bowl game atmosphere sure. that they're looking for. I guess your best answer then is this. You actually want what the Super Bowl should be like, Which but it isn't. isn't. It isn't. That's right. Because the Super Bowl is too commercial. That's right. So you want these to be authentic, split a stadium in half. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to, as the NFL, tell all your stadiums to stay open and have it be something you decide two weeks out? Because that's true. Yeah. I I brought up this point before. Let's look at these matchups. It could be in the NFC Championship game, Dallas against Philadelphia. Yeah. Should that game be in Arizona? In New Orleans, whatever, at the Superdome, yeah. Right. Should it be in Arizona? Well, you would prename sites too, right? Wouldn't they go out to bid saying, like a Super Bowl? Are you prenaming? Or, you have to. Uh, what, you did yeah. this, what you did in this case was picked you one waited, yeah. that was about equidistant that you could get to. Yeah. Let's look in the AFC. If it's Cincinnati and Kansas City, or if it's it's Buffalo and Cincinnati. You could have played out Buffalo and Cincinnati playing the AFC title game. It didn't, of course. Let's say it's Buffalo and Cincinnati. Where's the AFC championship game? Houston. Mm-hmm. Is you're telling me that's a good idea? Well, I I think it's a terrible I know, I'm idea. I'm speaking rhetorically, but you got to think like the league does. And the league now thinks, the league has a bidding process for I, these sites, and now the league gonna, makes more money gonna, and all. The, who's right? going to bid a ton for? Well, well, it's not a Super Bowl, but I mean, it's still revenue for your city. You're still you're, three you're years have fans. ago. The Jaguars played in the the Patriots, like. You don't think any cities would care? No. Okay, I, I mean, see. Indy, I think you're Detroit, wrong. Indy said no. As it stands, Indy said no tournament. because they had stuff in town. As yeah. it but they, stands, that's, a, right, that's the that's whole right. point. The NFL would now say we're putting these out for bid a year, two years, whatever in advance, and we're going to name sites. Not everybody at once. Not everybody at once. I think you would have people that would want this in their city. The yes. Super Bowl, as it is, is a major event that cities lose money on. I'm and not telling you, you it's to, so you smart have to, thing, you have to bow down you're to saying, all you're the saying, NFL's rules you're saying about cities like, won't care. I think that's wrong. I'm I think that's saying absolutely I'm wrong. saying it can't possibly be this massive influx of cash that people are suggesting. And, and I'm telling you that the fifty thousand number that everyone is tripping over themselves about how impressive it is is not that that's impressive. How many people right. would go to the game anyway? It's, it's really not that impressive. What'd you no. expect? No ticket sales? It's, it's Bills and Chiefs fans. If they put it in the big house and sold a hundred thousand right. tickets, right. you've got maybe you're on. To something. Atlanta is just a football stadium that's the same size as all the other ones. No, I I think you're this is 
that's this is the NFL putting their PR spin trying to make it look like their league is great because we just sold 50,000 tickets in hey, 24 hours. Should, but let, let's keep going. Should every Bills playoff game be in a neutral site? I mean, no, they can sell the not. tickets. No. Why wouldn't? Hey, let's just do it like college football. Or, I'm sorry, like college basketball. We'll do a pod-based system. And this year, Tennessee will host a doubleheader. One at 1 o'clock, one at uh, five, 6 o'clock, and we'll get four fan bases in. And Tennessee can bid on hosting the AFC Super Wild Card Saturday. You into that, too? No. Here's Why my, not? We could sell a stadium. Here's my question. I'm mad about this. Now, I, want you to, I, want you to, I want you to calm down. I want you to think about this logically. Okay? Get your emotion out of the equation. I want you to be the NFL. Yeah. We touched on some of this, but what is, like, if you were the NFL, why would you want, how does it make your sport or your league better by having a neutral site AFC and NFC championship? The answer is it doesn't. it doesn't. I know. I it, knew you were going to say that. You said logically. But I want you to try Lo- and think. Logically, so what could they be thinking? Everyone's going to point to money, and I'm going to—it's it's not that the big only, a cash cow. The only reason they would do it would be for more money. And that's my point. It's not nearly as big a cash cow as people. No. It is not a bowl game. Look, it is not the Sugar Bowl. Also, how much more money are they going to take? Because I'm reading an article at Sportico right now that the the teams already kick back like 50% of their ticket revenue to the league for their home playoff games. Okay, there you Is go. Is that right? Yeah. I did not know that. So I mean, that, that, how much more every sport that happens. Now it would be 50 Now instead of 50%, is it 80%? It's 80%? Right. Wow. And so that's a 30%, 30% of one football game ticket sales yeah. and sponsorships. What sponsorships? Your sponsors are television deals. And guess what? The game's on television no matter where it is. Yeah, this wouldn't affect rights fees. You, you're wouldn't, not, you're you wouldn't charge your partners you think more the, money. You think the difference in what? A McDonald's ad on the ribbon board at Atlanta for the AFC Championship game is going to move the needle off of yeah. playing this game in Kansas City? And the TV ratings, won't, it won't matter. People are still no. watching the game, whether it's here or Timbuktu. I, I, the best part, the best point you've made. I love Ooh, the I made ad. a good point. Yeah. Okay. And, and listen, I don't think it's everything about it is terrible. It's terrible. The idea of this game having half and half and the point about how that's mm-hmm. what a Super Bowl is supposed to be, but never that be. sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. The bowl game atmosphere of half and half of a fan base, mm-hmm. that is amazing. Yeah. But that's not worth half the teams in the league will never, ever host this game again. The Bills will never host this game. Patrick Mahomes, now I'm going to get going. This dude might play his fifth consecutive game in that building, and we're about to say, all right, now let's go neutral site. The man will play a career <laughs> without playing a playoff game on the road. Just put the Chiefs on, Just yeah. put the Chiefs in neutral field no matter what you do. Never make him play on the road. I think it's a terrible idea. I also I will tell think it's you a terrible that idea. I should never say this because never underestimate the power of owners to do the thing that doesn't benefit fans. I could. I just don't see a day where the NFL would actually do this. I really don't. I'm gonna say something else. I listened to. I listened to Ian Eagle on with you guys when you brought yep, this yep. up with him yesterday. And here's a guy who's been to maybe every NFL stadium and has called all these huge games, talking about how the atmosphere at the Super Bowl is. That's right. Why would you want to? Why would you want to take away? A great now again I know it's a 50-50 it, split. You'll it will, still have it, it's not a neutral site crowd. It will. It'll be it, Bills it, fans. Chiefs it will fans. still be it. a great atmosphere. Yes, so, but it's not. That's great for the Fiesta Bowl. That's not great for the AFC Championship game. I need, I need that. I'm, and I'm saying it as a fan of a team who hasn't hosted one in 30 years. Right. I need that game 
in the respective team stadium. I don't need it's, that in a neutral. Is that site. what they're going for though? They want to sure, be. Sure. They want to be the fiesta. They want to be the fiesta. And this is Why? Yeah, and this is the last part of this. I will buy that point before I'll buy. There's too much money to leave on the table. Right. That they lo- they would love the yes. atmosphere of yes. having two and sides. Of I fans. think that actually can be defended. It's the, it's just such a knee jerk to see fifty thousand tickets sold. Oh, they're going to do this for the money. Why does anybody think there's that much money in it? Hey, by the way, do we take away the buy or change things for the one seed? I mean, they're not your one seed doesn't get you a home field throughout the playoffs. Doesn't even get you through your conference playoffs with home field now. If we're taking that one, you're the one seed. Great, you get one home playoff game. You'll, yeah. you'll keep your buy. You have a home playoff oh, game, one. and then the next two games are on neutral site fields. What the heck's the point? One more thing, if they do this. I mean, I'm definitely going to go to one of these games. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> says, hey, NFL, AFC screw you. In London We're, next I'm not, year. I'm not screw a, you. Where can I sign up for I'm the not ticket? A, I'm not about to boycott. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> You're funny. But I just, really, the, the main point is, stop tripping over 50,000 tickets got sold. Right. Like, if, if that didn't happen, oh, if, there, yeah. if that didn't happen, the NFL would have been Stunned. horrendously stunned. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Embarrassed. Right, right. It would have been really funny. I mean, it's almost like, huh, let's just go right to general tickets on sale because no one's buying the tickets in the season okay. ticket order business. All right, Bills fans, one more question. We're super late. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 935. You're fine. Keep going. No, this Hold is good. on. This is, this is really good. I'll get the text from the boss. This is really good. Does the league want this to happen? Does the league want if the league wants these neutral site games, yeah. right? Which a lot of people would say, the league want it to happen. Yes. Does the league want it to happen? If the league, not, not even long term, do they want this Bills Chiefs game to happen in a neutral site? Yeah, they want to see how this goes. This little trial. Oh my god, it's a test run. This little trial balloon. That's oh. fine. If, no, no. I better be getting some calls going the Bills way. If the if you're out there and you think that officials call games for who they want and for if the league re, if you really deep down truly believe the NFL wants to move neutral site yeah and they want to find out could, could they possibly do it without ever doing it this time right you oh I believe that they want to move them to neutral sites oh well that Chiefs Bills game never actually happened are they just going to blindly go into it? Or would they want their trial balloon? And the only way they get their trial balloon is if they make sure it's the Bills and the Bills Chiefs and the that Chiefs. win this weekend. 
Ha, ha, oh my God, ah. that's so funny. That is now that's a conspiracy mm, theory. Now so we're rolling. Penalties on Sunday: ten Bengals, hey. one Bills. Oh, a lot of defensive holding calls. It's almost like they want the Bills and Chiefs to go to Atlanta. Mm, I'm expecting a Patrick Mahomes strip sack being called back because they're going to say his arm was going forward. You and your conspiracy theories. Uh, All right, look, so. look, hold on. Real quick, sorry. Willard writes in, the neutral site championship game is all about television. becomes a separate bid package at the next contract negotiation. It, no. No, it, it does not. No, it does. It does. If I'm a, no, it, it does, does not. nothing for the network TV. The net, it's still a standalone window, and you're going to get massive ratings. The, the, the neutral site game, right? You guys tell me if I'm missing a point here. The neutral site game should have, you sh- should have no impact. What network would pay more money because it's a neutral site game? Eyes are watching it, whether it's, half filled with Chief fans and half filled with Bills fans, and they're yelling and screaming back and forth, or it's in Buffalo or Kansas City. Eyes are watching. This has no impact, right? Am I missing something? Advertiser no. dollars, ratings, are you, no you, impact you, you're on You're trying to tell me, the, listen, if the NFL wants to do a separate bid package for the AFC Championship game, they already can do that. But again, it, it's, it's, it why, would you, why would you bid extra for that game? You're getting eyes on the game no matter what. Right, no matter what. Where It doesn't matter where it's played. You're going to have people. It's the AFC Championship game. You're watching it no matter where it is. Yeah, you can't make a point about the television contract when the television contract does not care where it is. Right, right. They just want their advertising revenue and their ratings, and they're going to get that. Okay. Joe, what do you think? Should we break? It's 937? Yeah, let's 938? break. 938? You know, we were supposed <laughs> so. to break like 13 minutes ago. Ah, we're going up in a ball of flames today. 803-0550 to join us. Football Friday. At this rate, it'll be football Saturday in just a moment. Went super late. We've got to talk really fast. And everybody that calls in has to talk fast, too. Go. That doesn't make time go backwards if you talk right. fast. I thought it was a good idea. Is this like Superman flying around the globe reverse? Yeah, I like that. A planet, Un- right? Undoing the earthquake? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get connected with our fans and... Uh, we're going to Bill in Atlanta. Uh, Bill, you're on WGR on Football Friday. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Actually, my name is Phil. Sorry. I, Phil, I okay. I'm cutting out, but, so um, I want to give you guys a quick rundown, so bear with me on this. So my aunt is a season ticket holder. She's been a season ticket holder since 1975. That Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock, she had a 10 o'clock slot to go ahead and get tickets for this game down here in Atlanta. When she got on, she spent an hour and a half trying to get tickets as her as a season ticket holder she kept getting kicked out yeah. because of like you guys were talking earlier yes there was a leak that Ticketmaster screwed up they leaked out the passcodes that were supposed to be for today at 10 o'clock so she never got tickets and by eleven thirty-five, there were already resale uh, verified tickets that were going on and a friend of mine went through the same situation they had a noon slot for a season ticket holder and they couldn't get anything either so yeah. Ticketmaster really ended up screwing this all up for all of us Bills fans but to answer with what you guys were talking about earlier I'm sorry even though I can go and see this game down here in Atlanta I am totally against it think about our stadium being built I would rather spend more money flying up to Buffalo and being with the Buffalo fans and being with that crowd compared to going to a neutral site. There is much more passion that's involved with what we are about as a team, as the mafia. And once again, I mean, that's where the energy comes from. And I, I, am, not, I am not for a neutral site at all. I mean, and think about what Joe Mixon said a couple of days ago. Also, the NFL, to me, screwed this all up by even talking about the neutral site weeks and weeks prior i know they have to plan and prepare but also even selling these tickets 
before we don't even know who the heck is playing in this game, which like Joe Mixon says and what a lot of people say, you're stirring the pot for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. It's very standard to have a pay-as-you-play program to sell tickets. I had tickets to the Sabres Stanley Cup Finals. They didn't play in them. Yeah. I had the tickets. Like, and I don't think the Ottawa Senators beat the Sabres that day because they were upset about the Sabres. You know, no, it's I get just, what you're saying. It's just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, I don't know, I think, you know, it's all about money, and we all know that. And, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate. Now, I'm not taking away, obviously, if I would have had gotten tickets, of course I'm going on down. I'm probably, we're still going to go on down and tailgate if the, if the game is here, well, which we all hope, regardless of anything, that we, we get to the AFC Championship in the first place, which I think we will, but... I don't know. You know, I felt bad for my aunt. I, I have been wondering all this week if anyone else is going to be calling in and talking about their experience of what they went through as a season ticket holder because um, from the people I have talked to, they all got kind of, you know, you know, screwed on the situation. But, you know, once again, I love talk, I love hearing from you guys, and I listen to you guys every morning, and uh, go Bills, and I'd like to hear your thoughts. Thanks, Bill. You, you bring up something that made me think about this too. Okay, so like – the idea of ticket, the idea of ticket brokers. We, we know that sometimes teams want to fight against ticket brokers, right? You, yeah. Because right. they're scooping up all your tickets. All right. So we're in year four of the AFC Championship game being in a neutral site, and we don't know who's we don't know who's going to be in the game. By the way, right? This this one was Chiefs Bills. In the future, you can't even sell the tickets. No, you would have the location. You have six days, right? And you would sell them to fans. Uh, I guess ahead of time, as part of your package, like I have a Bills ticket if it is at home, okay, I have a reserve spot for me in Tennessee mm-hmm. next week if the Bills make it. Yeah, I haven't even really given thought to if I'm going to go, because I won't know until the Bills. Like In this scenario, you had two very little, very specific fan bases, right? Yep. Bills Chiefs, very well-traveled, very specific yep. What happens when you get a game that's neutral site and it isn't bought up by rabid fan bases and it's bought up by ticket brokers and then the tickets don't sell? And I'm at watching an AFC championship game where instead of a full-throated stadium, it is a morgue because because the Chargers are in it and nobody wants to travel. Yeah, to you're going to have nobody new, travels, neutral ticket holders. And people yeah, decided right. not to buy on the secondary market once they were marked up by ticket brokers. With, an, with a home game, you build in. <laughs> Listen, we don't have to worry about the atmosphere. It's going to be incredible. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about the very first Bills game they played in Toronto when it was a melting pot of NFL fans and it didn't, like, right? There were fans in there yeah. wearing jerseys of every team in the NFL. You might not be able to prevent what you're saying no matter what, but maybe the and the league solution would be, well, we're just going to add another week before the AFC Championship game now. We're going to have a week between the championship game okay. and then we're going to have another well, week off into the Super Bowl. They can't Bowl. do that because they're going to want to add another an 18th game, which is going to add another week to the season. Unless and they soon they'll play be playing the Super in the Bowl March. in March. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I didn't like it 30 years ago. I don't like it now. But I can't rule anything out when it comes to the National Football League. I just think it would be a, I just, why? Why are you taking a home game away from somebody? What kind of difference is it making to your bottom line? If you're already sharing in playoff ticket revenue and it's not going to affect the TV rights deals, you're not going to go, listen, we're going to up it by half a billion dollars because we now have a neutral site NFC and AFC championship game. What's the upside if you're already getting extra revenue, and it has no impact on sponsorships, sales, or your TV rights deal negotiations. And there's one answer to this, an obvious answer. Someone might be yelling it out. Well, they go to London. That's right. They go to non-NFL markets like London and Mexico City 
to grow the They're game in those expand markets. Product to a global right standing, and we all I think understand that. That's about yep. money. That's about. Yep. Or it this, might be, but uh, it could be setting up an NFL yeah. Europe division someday. This isn't growing the game. No, this is just we're going to move it to Atlanta. We're going to move it to Miami. It, be, it just it would be seen. Look, I know you yelled at me, but it would be seen as a money grab. I, I don't I, know I just, how. I, gr- I agree. If, I, I think agree. Fans, by and large, would say, "Why are you doing this?" It's a money grab for owners. They want. They think they can create more revenue, and they're just in it for the money. And who cares about the fans? You know, I. It, to me, it's a. It's just a terrible idea. Horrible idea. Well, the whole thing about it's just about the money. Plus, the bills are good. Finally, just, it's about the money, and when they're at home too. Yeah, they charge a lot of money for tickets yep. in their home stadiums as it is. Right. And there, they have a bankable, guaranteed sellout for those games every time. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh boy. Let's. Yeah, we need to get out of break here because we we can't be late to the top of the hour. So let's come back and wrap up the show in a moment. Extra Point Show coming up at 10. Stay tuned for Joe and Sal with Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, shortly after 10. All right, very fast. High and buy and one quick stat for you. If you do think the NFL wants these neutral site AFC and NFC championship games, then I think you have to think they do want Bills and Chiefs to play next week. And if you want that to happen, maybe you would give the Bills an official that's been very nice to them. Carl Cheffers is the official in the Bills-Bengals game. The Bills in the last five years with Carl Cheffers, 6-0. and oh. The Bengals, 1-3. and three. Oh. The fix is in. Woo. Don't stress. Love it. <laughs> now I feel so much better. <laughs> All right, Sal and Joe, ready to go. Sean McDermott coming up, too. Stay tuned. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.